What up, what up, what up? It's Tommy Runs, and this is the Run, Eat, Sleep Show, episode number 54. Uh, today's guest is Matt Fox of Sweat Elite. Um, I'm just going to try to jump into this one because most of you all know if you... If you don't, okay, well, let's not assume you know, okay? If you don't know what Sweat Elite is, uh, it started off as a podcast and other things like that. Uh, But lately, uh, as you'll see in the episode or hear in the episode, we talked about how they went from the normal thing that they were doing to more filming training sessions and like kind of giving it to you um, uncut, you know, instead of uh, the music and then the the transfer you know the transition and all that stuff from one video to the next it made it look really nice um they just went for like making it feel like you're literally there training with these professional uh runners who are much faster than we are so it is kind of cool to tag along as if you're there um Sweat Elite is doing really great things, really cool things. They're, it seems like they're blowing up. I mean, I would say overnight success, but they've been doing it for quite some time. Um, check out this episode. Matt is pretty dope and dope concept, and he's really rolling with it. And a lot of the athletes are really liking the the exposure that is getting them. And then also like the kind of behind the scenes look of like what a real training session looks like with them. So thanks so much, Matt, for being on the show. Hopefully you all enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you like it, share it. Uh, if you want to see the visual and see my wonderful face or Matt's, um, go to Instagram at the run, eat, sleep show, go there, follow there, subscribe. No, so you subscribe here, follow there, uh, like share, double tap, whatever, right? Um, comment, all that good stuff. So stay tuned for more. Um, follow that, the Run, Eat, Sleep show because we do contests and giveaways. So don't miss that, ty- miss that type of stuff either. Love you guys. Be good. Enjoy the episode. Peace out. Of Planet Earth, Instagram, Facebook, whoever else is crazy enough to watch this silly show of mine. Thank you, everybody. This is Tommy Runs, and this is the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Today, I bring you a random... Normally, I do these things at night or in the evening or afternoon or something like that, but today, I have a special guest on the show. I have Matt Fox from Sweat Elite. If you don't know who who or what Sweat Elite is... um, I would suggest just jumping on YouTube, um, or you know, obviously you can check them out here on inst- on uh, Instagram as well. But YouTube lately, they have been absolutely crushing the content game when it comes to running, training, and all that stuff in an elite fashion. Uh, they have they've had a pod- they have a podcast. They've been putting out information and content for years now. Uh, it just seems like lately they have taken over the visual game. Uh, I have Matt today. Matt is the uh, founder uh, and uh, owner of uh, Sweat Elite. So we're just gonna wait till he jumps on the show here really quickly and ask him a bunch of questions. Today is one of the episodes or continuation of the Runtrepreneur series. So um, we will be. Continuing that and talking about business and and how things have gone for them through the through the pandemic and all that stuff So please get your questions in um, If they're business questions about like how to start like a media type company then he's probably the guy to talk to uh, If there are questions about running running is obviously a thing for sweat elite So I would highly suggest um, that you check that out as well but um, 
who's on there on here now if you're if you're tuning in right now say hello where you where who you are where you're from um just get in here don't just stare at me i know it's two of you in here so don't be weird people okay say hello i like talking to you too i'll wait till matt gets on the show or comes on the show gets on the show comes on the show i don't know um so yeah so bear with me guys um this week, or last week in training for Tommy Runs, let's just talk about me for a minute, um, 52 miles, hey, hey, Iris Bailey, Iris Bailey, um, I know you well, you are my wife, hello, how's it going, thank you for making sure the dogs don't make any noise during these things, yeah, hats off to I Iris Bailey, because she always helps me not sound like a maniac when, so there's like nobody walking above me. Uh, and then no one, no dogs barking and random stuff like that. Because it would really mess up the content game if, like, you're in the middle of, like, this epic interview. And then all of a sudden, like, some dogs start barking because the neighbor said something, you know, or whatever. Um, and hello, Marcus. M M Marcus, thank you so much. People love your podcast, bro. Um, people have been hitting me up like crazy uh, and all the stuff that I said. So I'm just happy that. It worked out, and then she had me on the show. So yeah, Sweat Elite is here. Matt from Sweat Elite is here. Let me let him join. In, have him join in. I accepted. I think. Um. Yeah. Hey, Matt. How's it going, man? Hey, Tommy. How's it? Yeah, good. Thanks for. Thanks for letting me join your uh, your IG live uh, podcast. Yeah, thank you, man. Is that's exactly it? An IG live podcast. Because yeah. we're, we're recording it, so this is going to live forever, man, so don't mess this up because, you know, we need you to do this right. Okay, so, you know, thanks, Matt. Number one, thank you so much for joining the, the show. This is, like, as I mentioned before, this is, like, the Runtrepreneur series. So we're going to talk about yeah. running. We're talking about you, uh, but then we're also going to get into the business side of things as well because you guys are absolutely crushing the, the game right now. Um, thanks. So just kind of, if we could just start with you first, like, please introduce the, uh, yourself to the people, who you are, kind of what your background is, and then we'll, do, we'll get into running. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm from Australia, uh, runner, you know, for over 15 years now. I was competing pretty seriously in the middle distances, sort of between 20, uh, two, sorry, 2006 and 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, competed over Europe and, and the US a bit. I didn't sort of crack any, any team, but I was sort of... Um, yeah, by taking it pretty seriously, I guess. Uh, studied finance, and then it took a few years completely out of the sport, actually, after 2014. Um, lived in Europe and, and Singapore, took a few different jobs. And then with a group of guys in 2015, we sort of came up with the idea of creating a, well, what Strava currently is now. And, you know, at the time, Strava was only really very big in cycling, so we thought we'd try and create the Strava for running. Little did we know that Strava was about to, you know, expand heavily into running, so we got... We got crushed pretty quickly, and that sort of didn't work over about an 18-month period. We raised some money from investors, and, and sort of ultimately that failed over about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then what I learned from that project, I guess, so by this time it's 2016, um, was that there was just so much interest in learning what these professional athletes are doing. Um, uh, you know, I was I was basically the data person at, at Sweat Mobile, which was what the app was called. And, uh, yeah, I just couldn't believe how many people were creating accounts and not even logging, but just like watching what Nick Simmons and Zane Robinson oh. were doing that we were lucky enough to have them join our, um, our platform early. So I just thought, well, you know, how can I make something that showcases this sort of information without 
um, you know, without it basically rivaling Strava. So I initially, you know, asked a couple of writers to join and, and, and write some articles about elite running training interviews and so on. And it sort of just over time expanded into to being more, you know, podcasts and, and now our focus is on video. We're actually more, um, we're actually going to do what we're currently doing now last year. Like we were about to launch into the video game, but then COVID hit and, and that really, you know, like many businesses, I guess, slowed us down a bit. And, and I actually got stuck in Australia for quite a long time. There's yeah. a very, very strict COVID uh, yeah, rules heard, heard back about, there, and it, it yeah. took me—it's actually took me like eight months, nine months to get approval just to leave the country. So wow. I only got that a few months ago, and hit the ground running here, and did my best to get as much content as possible before the Olympics. So, yeah, it was a bit of a bummer that that it was a delayed a year, but you know, it is what it is, and you know, many other people have been hit a lot worse by COVID, so I yeah. can't really complain. But yeah, same. Yeah, so that's—I guess—that's the background. I'm still running. I, I sort of compete in the half marathon marathon now. Just really competing against friends, but um, nothing too serious. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, but, that's the that's the that's the background. So so what about um, I mean back to like your your running thing? I mean because I think that a lot like join I, I just started running a few years back, and one of the things I noticed about the running community is there's a very strong entrepreneurial sense in it. Mm. You know, like you got people that are coaching, you got people that are doing fitness, and all these different things. And even if you go through like the top. 10 um, habits of like the most successful people in the world or something like that they're all they're running or something in the morning or whatever and so I just kind of wanted to hone in on that a bit like so what yeah I know you said you started running I mean you were doing the uh, 2016 to 14 kind of a little trying a little more competitively but like when did running become a thing for you and 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 what has it done for you as you you know grow grew through those years yeah, sure. It really became a serious thing for me back in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, I came out of high school and I actually went to Texas A&M for, for a semester. And the the, cul- the culture shock of going from a, from a beach town in Australia to Texas was a bit much for me, so I didn't last okay. very long. All right. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was I, I, I tried to make world juniors uh, in under, under under 20 world champs, but I, I I was just short. I was a place short. So that's really when uh, sort of when I was 18, 19 was when I was taking it very seriously. I'm 34 now, so. It's a while ago, um, and yeah, for that next sort of eight years, I was I was really trying to qualify for the teams, and yeah. as I said before, I I, I didn't quite get there, but um, you know, I, I think I I quit in twenty fourteen, thinking like. I'd sort of failed at, at the career, but now I look back and think of like how many people that I met and how many places that I went that was just, you know, so valuable um, to me now. So um, I definitely don't see that as always a failure, but uh, yeah, it really dates back to sort of 2006 um, for me when it became a really serious, like, uh, I guess, activity for me to take. Yeah. And, and I'm actually really liking the position that I'm in now where I don't actually take the running that seriously, even though I, I still train just as much and just as hard, but I, but I don't not. really get too down on myself about performing poorly or, or whatever that may be. So, well, what's, but what's, yeah, yeah, I hope that answers the question. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, what's your advice then? I mean, because... Um, it sounds like you're a little bit fast. I mean, because a lot of us take running seriously, but like, like you said, it's not. Um, it, it may be just not as serious as like trying to become professional and trying to push and trying to win all these races. Um, what is your advice though for some people that are out there like that? You know, take running pretty seriously in their lives. It's it's definitely a part of them. Uh, they want to get better, faster, even if that's breaking. You know, five hours in the marathon or whatever. What's your advice for um, for continuing to push and stay uh, stay positive about it and and kind of using it as a as a benefit more than like a uh, like like a letdown if you're not doing well at the moment. Yeah, sure. I think ultimately just keeping it social as much as possible. And what's most fascinating to me about spending some time and and being able to film some of these athletes is how social they often keep it. So uh, the best example I could use is Paul Cholimo. So I've done a few videos with him over the last couple of months. And 
it, it's such a, a fascinating experience spending time with their squad because they're laughing about, they're joking yeah. around, they're laughing. And it's like, I just think to myself, like, if this guy doesn't race as well as he wants to and comes back to this environment where they're just laughing and giggling and, like, you know, really sticking it to each other and giving each other shit, like, the whole session, like, yeah. it's like, I think that, like, I think I did a lot of my own running solo. Yep. In a sense of like, I did have a couple of guys I was training with, but I, I think now, like, I think I'm enjoying it a lot more just mainly because um, I'm keeping it much more social and I have these little rivalries with friends to try and, you know, beat them in a marathon or, or, or beat each other's times. And, and the biggest advice I think that I would give to anyone that's sort of struggling with that aspect of it is is to is to join a running group um mm. join one that's uh, that suits you i mean i understand that for some people that's not so easy um depending on location and whatnot but that's the absolute key in my opinion to to, to be enjoying this sport because it's really it is really difficult i mean it's not just running it can be any sport but any individual sport for that matter if you're performing you know not as well as you would like it's it, it can be really difficult mm. and um if you've got a really uh, you know, a, a training group that's that's really supportive and that's really um, engaging to you and that, and that suits you. Like, I think that there's, it's really hard to put to find yourself in a dark place because you've always got those people to to you know to, to hang out with you know a couple of days after the race or whatnot when you get back to training. So, yeah, like I said, Chalimo has been such an interesting um, project for for me to join because, like, they're just mucking around like yeah. most of the session. You yeah, know? It's, yeah. It's, 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 guys, this guy's he could win the Olympics. You know, like he came second in the last Olympics. Um, I, you know, I I think he's in a really good mind space um, at the moment, and yeah. um, I'm really backing him to win. I think, even though I'm fully aware of some of the people he's up against. So um, yeah, that's my advice, and um, I, I think that that would apply to more or less everyone. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, I, I second that though. Watching the uh, the Telemo uh, episodes, like I'm like you could just keep dropping these one after another. I'm watching all of them. I think I've watched the three that are out probably. 10 times each just because I just like watching them go around and talk junk to each other. And I think yeah. that's my excuse for now on though when when I'm out there is low iron. That's my thing. If if I'm running if I'm not running well it's cuz I'm low on iron 100%. Um but yeah, so like when you I, I think that a covid um I was going to ask you a little bit later like how how covid affected the, you know, the the business, but um from um from a social standpoint, you know, like for, you know, obviously you, you're not as competitive as you were before, like not really geared towards that right now. And you're taking advantage of, you know, being able to run with folks like, but how did 2020, you know, the, the basically, you know, run solo campaign, so to speak, um, where you had to you know, kind of still do your thing, but you couldn't be with groups. Um, how did that really affect your, your running experience in 2020 and maybe how did it change how you approach 2021? Yeah, sure. Well, I actually was injured most of 2020, so I wasn't running all that much. Mm -hmm. So, so I yeah. guess in a way, I don't know if you call that lucky or yeah, whatever yeah. with the timing, but um, perfect timing to be hurt. You know, I had yeah, I was running a bit, and I was still. I mean, in Australia, um, I don't want to go on about COVID for too long because people are probably bored to tears by yeah. this conversation. But like in Australia, we didn't really experience COVID the same way as the rest of the world did. Um, we basically closed borders and uh, locked everyone in, and, and people are currently calling it a. a <laughs> a prison island because you know it's really difficult to leave it's almost yeah. impossible to come in so we were sort of you know excluded from the rest of the the world in that regard and um so we were able to run together and in groups anyway but like i said i was injured so it didn't really change a hell of a lot for people in australia mm -hmm. um so 
yeah, um, I didn't really feel like you know anything was learned in that regard. And, and going into this year, I, I mean, I'm, I'm mentioned Berlin Marathon in ten weeks, and um, you know, I'd, I'd like to try and run close to my best time. And uh, and then after that, Valencia. Uh, I think it's like two and a half months later. So, and during that time, I hope to be producing some content through Europe. So, um, yeah, that's the plan at the moment. So, what's your, just now? I'm curious. What's your what's your goal time in this marathon coming up? Uh, my best is two twenty four. Okay. And I hope to I hope to run under that in in Berlin and uh, Valencia. It'd be good to go under two twenty. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done I haven't done too many of them. Um, so I'm relatively new to the longer stuff. And yeah, see how we go. Um, I feel like uh, it's a very different, very different game to the middle distances. Uh, it's, I just love the way in the marathon and half marathon you can make so many mistakes and still yeah. run well. Yeah. In, the, in the middle distances, you make one or two errors and you're you're done. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to those two races and uh, yeah, um, um, I guess they're not too far away now. Ten weeks till Berlin and and uh, yeah, I think another ten till Valencia. So. Yeah, that, that's interesting because, yeah. like I said, I just started running, but I kind of jumped into like the half and full, you know, lifestyle okay. or training for. And then um, after my last marathon, I decided I was going to do more like shorter distance stuff so I could kind of work on the speed. And when you a five k, I mean, it's not the first time I did a five k, but it was at like this level of fitness. And a five k is brutal, you know, like yeah. it's like you got it's all out. Okay. You, yeah, they're, they're they're rough. I mean, I don't think I've ever ever done one, but I, I, I have actually I have done one, and, and I did yeah I did one um, 10k where I basically PB'd 5k through the first half, and it was just torture yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, so, it's just torture I mean. yeah i mean because yeah. in the marathon it's like you're pushing yourself for sure you know in the marathon but yeah. then you you're, you are pacing yourself uh you have a you have a, a, a fat a little fast mile you can pull back a bit or if you slow if you're a little too slow you can kind of catch up over the next few but in the 5k it's like you got to nail those splits if you can hold on for dear life and just see what happens <laughs> Yeah, and you, but yeah, if you if you do it properly, you've, you've, you're holding on for dear life in that last K. Um, I, I guess that's the same in the half marathon and marathon. But I don't know. There's something about the marathon I really like. I just like it, the fact that the first 20, 25 K, sorry, in miles, you know, like 13 to 18 miles, yeah. is just really chilled. You know, if you, if you've trained correctly, I guess. Yeah, of um, course. You, you know, you should be able to have conversations in that first half and, yeah. and, and have a bit of a, you know, have a good time with the crowd and so on, you know, especially these majors. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely more of a social thing. Um, like, it's it's more, it's a better social uh, event than the middle distances for me. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, looking forward to it. When's your next, uh, when's your next marathon? Uh, next marathon, I, I qualified for Boston um, oh, wow. on my last one, yeah, cool. so I'm going to be running the 2022 Boston, so that, that'll be my next marathon. I think I'm going to do a half marathon at the end of the year just to kind of work on some speed a bit and finish off the yeah. year and then roll into marathon training for uh, Boston in April. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah I've been so. enjoying your little uh, videos on uh, on your Instagram. Yeah. You check them out. They're, they're yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, to ask, the video or the photo with you and Kipchoge <laughs> and Kemalor, is that for real or...? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. So, like, I don't I know. I think that was one of the best ones that I've done so far. Like, I I, I don't know what where the first one was, but I just had. Oh, you re- you remember that that uh, thing where they kept put, putting Bernie Sanders everywhere in the in the chair fold, with folded legs. Um, oh yeah. yeah. So like that was like right around the time, and I did like I did like ten of them in a row, just random pictures of random famous runners with me with them, and it was obvious I wasn't there. Um, and then every now and then somebody will send me a picture, of like, oh, you gotta do this one, you know, like and it'll be, and that was perfect. Like they had enough space between them, it was absolutely perfect. Um, yeah. So like yeah, I have not met Kipchoge uh, or Jeffrey yet. 
So you know, unfortunately, that's not that wasn't real. Um, but yeah, I like to I like to try to have fun and just be myself and see what happens. And if everybody if somebody hates it, they just unfollow. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, yeah. But let's, yeah, let's switch. I'm curious to know, actually, if yeah. you don't mind me asking, what's your advice? The question you asked before about people that, you know, like how would you um, suggest to someone to enjoy the sport a bit more if they're, if they're finding it difficult? Um, um, I guess, I guess uh, my advice, because I, mean, I, I kind of went through it a little bit too, and I think um, when you talked about running in groups or running with people and friends and things like that, that plays a huge role. Um, because I think in the beginning of my running, I was like, I had goals very early and I just kind of locked in and I was doing five, you know, six runs a week and four or five of those at least were by myself, which is fine. And I enjoyed it. But then, you know, when you get in those tough moments in training or like hot weather or cold weather or whatever, it's just, you, it's tough sometimes to, to kind of push through those and, and it just starts to mentally wear down on you. And then, uh, if you can find, you know, some some people around your pace or somewhere in a range that you, that that's okay, or like an easy day or something like that. You get out there, you're laughing. Three miles goes by like it's nothing, or or, or, yeah. or if it or if it's a long day and that six miles seemed like it took twenty, but at least you're with yeah. someone else, kind of grinding through it. Um, that helps out a lot. But then also, just um, I'm like real. Take a moment to just, I guess, be mindful about like what you're doing, you know. And if you can, instead of just diving in and having like your goal, your main, you know, want to qualify for Boston in your head at all times, if you decide like, hey, I just like running and I'm out here, um, and I'm out here for for me, then maybe you you could take a moment to just be a little more grateful about like the process that you're in to yeah. to relieve so some sure. of that like stress of like. I'm having a bad day because, like, you see people that will go through like a month or two or three or four of like just runs aren't great anymore, you know, like for some reason. And if you don't take a step back and realize, like, hey, I'm doing this because I like it, it makes me feel good, even if I'm not performing the way I would like to, that I think that would help, you know, in, in a huge way for a lot of people yeah. just to take a step back and realize why they're out here. And if they don't want, yeah. if they don't like it at that point, they take a step back and they say, hey, I don't even like running. Then maybe you yeah. just switch and go like skateboarding or something, you know. Oh, cycling, oh yeah. Cycling, yeah. yeah. It's it's it's. I think you just have to pull away because I think uh, I keep quoting Pharrell said in an interview recently uh, about zooming out, like because we're always so close to everything, you know. Like we're you know, it, our phone brings us you know right up close to all things, and we we got our goals, we got this, we got that. Sometimes you just have to zoom zoom out a bit to see to look at everything and see where you are. And see what you want. Yeah. See what you want. And then if you still want to run and you still are grateful for that, then keep going. But if not, then you know switch gears or sign up for a race. Sometimes a race, if you're just running all day with no races, in, you know, out in the future, some people you need a race. You need a 5K yeah. or you need a half marathon yeah, to try and like that. <laughs> Yeah. If I don't have if I don't have a race um, entered, then I, I I get really lazy with with the training. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, if I don't have a race, I'll keep training, but then I'll hate all of it. Like, this, what are we doing yeah. here? You know. Yeah, you're like, why am I, yeah, wouldn't like a 20-minute jog be enough? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why can't yeah, I just exactly. be done after three? Um, yeah. But so what about, um, like, we could jump back into Sweat Elite because I know, I know people yeah. want to hear more about that. Um, sure. So you, so you, so Sweat Mobile, you know, mm-hmm. that didn't necessarily work out because it was a great idea, but it was just, you had, you had competition. Um, it was and exactly, it's exactly what's, I mean, we were looking at Strava. One of my, I was living in Finland at the time, and a friend of mine was a cyclist, and he was using Strava, and he was basically oh. showing me. So this is 20, 
It's 2014. Yeah. I think end of 2014, and he was saying how. And I was thinking, why isn't there anything like this for runners? For runners. And so it seems silly now that we tried to compete with Strava, but at the time Strava weren't in really in running. They, I mean, they were, but it was really small. It was almost yeah. non-existent. It, I kind of viewed them as, and this was incorrect the way that I perceived it. I thought they were cycling only, and um, so we basically tried to go up against them. And, and simultaneously, they raised like like twenty five million dollars from investors <laughs> in Silicon Valley, and we're like. We, you know, we're raising like minuscule amounts compared to that. So it was very hard to to compete against that, and they basically ultimately crushed us out very quickly. Um, but you know, good lesson learned. Um, and I don't think uh, Sweater Lee wouldn't we never would have started if that didn't happen anyway. So oh, I'm definitely perfect. fortunate for that experience. And um, I still use Strava every day. Like uh, awesome, awesome uh, application. I, I'm often baffled at how much value they offer for free. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was about a year and a half that we decided to call it quits. We, we basically couldn't figure out fast enough how to make money while burning through our cash. Right, right. Um, yeah, we we, we we tinkered with a few different ideas of monetization, of which none of them took off quick enough, and mm-hmm. then we just failed to raise another round of money. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and then like I said, after that, I was just I was just baffled at like Nick Simmons was was uh, and Zane Robinson and, and some other guys. I'm trying to remember the other guys that were on there, but they were posting training and. And having fifteen, eighteen thousand people view it per day, and I was like paying close attention to, you know, are these people logging too? And most of them just weren't. They yeah. were just they were just creating accounts just to just to watch them. So wow. I thought, huh, like, and there's you, so much interest in. And this is two thousand fourteen. This is like 2014, 2015. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. we started Sweat Elite in twenty sixteen, towards the end of like middle to the end of twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. It's been almost five years now. So, um, yeah. So that was. That, that was sort of 2015 okay. around that time. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's, the that, driver's killing it now. I mean, yeah. uh, I yeah. can't believe how yeah how many people over the last couple of years. Like, I've got friends from high school that are like adding me on there. I'm like, I haven't seen you for 15 years, but here we are in Australia. Yeah, here we like, are. We're <laughs> almost we're almost training cool. together. And I think too, like just another side note too, like you know, obviously things have come a long way since 2014, and you see there's so many races out here um, that are like virtual or like there'll be like a month long challenge or something like that like to get as many miles yeah. in as possible with the team so those people that are out there that like still have you know restrictions whether they can for whatever reason run with other people there's so many other options out there that you know can get you out out the door and kind of encourage because you're with a team but you're you know you guys are doing it from wherever you're from so if whoever's yeah. listening if you're just kind of stuck and you want to get out there's many like i'm sure august is going to have some type of challenge where who can get the most yeah. miles or whatever so you know those things are always available um some of those some of those challenges i think they're pretty dangerous like they're like prompting yeah. people to just do massive mileage i'm like oh yeah but, yeah uh, no, it, i think ultimately it's it's definitely um it's definitely good for the running community yeah 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 some of those it's like yeah like, i'm not doing any of them because it gets a little too crazy um yeah. but so what um so so when you first started sweatily it sounds like to me you all really pivoted with the times pretty well. I mean, because it sounded like when you first started off, you're doing you know, more like kind of writing a bit um, and yeah. you know written written things, and then it went to the podcast, and then went to now where we are um, for like YouTube. So like, is yeah. that is that correct? And like, how did you guys decide to make those shifts, and what kind of prompted each shift for you yeah. all? 
Yeah, sure. That's a good question. Um, we, I think the first two years were predominantly uh, writing in the form of eBooks and articles. Mm-hmm. We started off by just with eBooks. Um, I was lucky enough to know a few people in the States, one of which had trained with Oregon. He was from Australia, so he helped me with some content production that back then. Articles. Um, I, I guess podcasts were really growing in 2017, 2018, so we just thought, Hey, look! If we if we can get some of these professional athletes and coaches on, then why wouldn't we have a podcast to supple- right. to you know to supplement the articles? So we we went into that, and then um, <laughs> better be careful with my wording here because uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of funny comments with with flow tracks and 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 so forth. But I think I I, I learned like flow track used to be doing a lot of really cool training videos a while ago, and they just sort of seemed to stop, uh, or or maybe they put a lot behind a paywall. I'm not sure. Um, and I and I just, I just really missed them. I just thought, you know, these these videos are inspiring. Yeah. Um. They're they're stuff that I I enjoy watching. Lots of my friends enjoy watching. So I just thought, well, you know, why don't we sort of try to, to take that space a bit where while no one else is. Um. And like I said, that was sort of planned for like uh end of twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty, and just mm-hmm. before we were we sort of had lined up a few and we were ready to expand to that space. And COVID struck, and and I went home instead of I was in the states at the time in yeah. March twenty twenty, but I went home to sort of weather the COVID thing. And, uh, yeah, so we're sort of picking that back up a year later now. Um, so it was just a natural progression, really, of going, like, in 2016, you know, YouTube was already big, but articles were, a, were an easier way to get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it really progressed in a, in a, in a way that was just easy to, to start and, and to get to this point. Yeah. Um, there's still so much more that we want to do, predominantly with video, so I'm excited about that. And, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it totally makes uh, it's sense. Been good fun. I mean, it totally makes sense too. It just seems like it, like it seems like every step has been just kind of like, oh, perfect timing, perfect timing. And I think that like yeah. that 2019, 20, uh, 2020 like kind of setback seemed like it might have been, you know, uh, like bad timing because that's when you're planning on doing this. But like the fact that you know we just didn't have any of this for a whole yeah. year, and then you guys seem like you were ready to just drop these is like perfect. <laughs> like because like I'm, as soon as I saw the first one was with. Um, with um, Parker yeah, Parker Stenson, and yeah. they're just they're just they're just great. Like it's just awesome yeah. to see people grinding it out. Um, and and I think one of the things that I like the most about it is <laughs> you get to see like some of them suffer too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because we well, all ha- we all go through it. You know. Well, this is the thing. Like when I was watching Flowtrack's videos, I, I really liked them. But one thing I thought I would prefer to see, and some of my friends agreed was less editing, less less music, less production, and more of the, the sounds and, and the struggle and the suffering. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we wanted to showcase, like, what it would be like to basically be there at the session. Yeah. So that's what we really try and do, like, as opposed to being zoomed out a bit, like, mm-hmm. all this editing, all this, all this um, uh, you know, this, this music and so on. Yeah. Like, we want it to be more like... You know, make it almost make you feel like you're there watching, and that's that's what we really try and do when we're editing it. Um, so, yeah, no, I appreciate the the kind words, man. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying them, and um, I'm happy to say there's plenty plenty more coming. Yeah, uh, yeah so the Olympics is is a bit of a break here because yeah. you know most athletes are, are going either going over there, and then the next round are, are training for the majors that are all obviously stacked together in October. So we'll be doing a lot um, in the lead up to those in uh, in August and September. So. I'm just uh, in touch with um, McCurdy coaching now to, to head out to their group in Flagstaff oh, nice. and do some stuff with them in August, which will be really fun. Nice. Yeah, I really appreciate James reaching out and, um, and and putting a suggestion out there. So, And there's a few other athletes in Flagstaff that um, 
that we're talking to now, which which we hope eventuate uh, to um, that you know they're also training for those majors that are that are around the September October time. So yeah, it'll be mostly marathon stuff coming up soon. But um, yeah. yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already to 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 stay notified when they come out. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like yeah, follow Sweat Elite on Instagram, and you'll be able to get jump over right to YouTube. But subscribe to that too because you want to be like, as soon as I get an alert on my phone, I'm like, I gotta watch it right away. Stop everything. I know it's gonna be hot. But like, what what's one of the things that you've learned um, from being in these environments? You know, being able to experience it and record it. Like, what, have you learned some things from them from a training standpoint? Ooh, ah, a lot. Um... I think ultimately so many of these professionals, like it's hard to put this into words, but like a lot of them are actually really laid back mm-hmm. when it comes to the training. Yeah. They're really, really good. And Kipchoge, so we, me and my colleague Tate in 2017, we went and did some stuff with Kipchoge. Timing wise was, was, was very lucky because it was just <laughs> yeah. before his fame shot through the roof. Yeah, and I yeah. think now no one can do this. So we, yeah. we snuck in just before he became a global Superstar. So, um, and and his group are just very similar to to Chalimo's sort of setup, where they're just really so, um, social, always mm-hmm. laughing around, joking around. But th- like, what I find most fascinating about a lot of these professionals is how relaxed they are with things like splits and and mileage and things like that. Like, sure, they do it all, but it's there's so much less of a focus on that and much more of a focus on like how they're feeling and listening mm. to their body. Like, mm. I feel like that's something that when you can get, when you get too smart in this sport, in this sport, sorry, and you start to like really hyper-focus in on the splits yeah. and, and you start just completely forgetting about like how your body feels like yeah. that's often a recipe for disaster. And I see a lot of people do it. Um, friends of mine and friends of friends. So I think that the biggest thing I've learned is, um, and I, I don't really know how to take it away and apply it to yourself because it sort of can be a really a deep habitual thing. But, um, yeah, it's, it's more just about really like listening to how your body feels, not getting too hung up on hitting like a certain amount of mileage per week yeah. and taking rest when you really need it. Like I'll never forget in Kenya in 2017 when Kipchoge was building up to Berlin, um, and he, he just became really run down. I think it was about seven weeks before and he took, I think it was two days or three days totally off and he was just totally fine about it. Yeah. Whereas many people, you know, many people Stressed would, would freak out. out about that. Stressed yeah, they'd be out. Like, I can't take a day off or I can't take two days off. Um, not right now anyway. So, and, and he just knew he needed it. Um, he, it didn't seem to bother him at all. So yeah, I, I, I think that's the biggest thing I've learned. And I really yeah. tried to apply that to myself these days. Like I, I definitely don't really stick to strong, um, you know, metrics like that anymore. And I right. really try and just, you know, think if I'm, if I'm exhausted, I'm tired. I just, just, just take it easy for a couple of days and see how I feel and not, and just don't worry about it. Right. Um, and it's, it, it, but I'm fully aware of how difficult that is to change your you know, perspective and your, your habits. It's not, it's not easy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's tricky, but that's the, that's the biggest <laughs> thing I've learned. And, um, I think mean, I was just with Molly Seidel a couple of days ago and, and she was the same. It was just so, so fun in the session yeah. it was just like joking around laughing around music joking about taking tomato ketchup like between reps because she had all these um, tomato ketchup sachets in her bag um from <laughs> eating mcdonald's like yeah. <laughs> a few days earlier i think so uh yeah it's just it's it's amazing how relaxed a lot of them are and just like they don't they really don't they take it seriously but they don't at the same time and i, yeah. I, I i'm struggling to put that into better words but yeah i think so. and I, th- I think i totally understand i mean because it's like if you i think the Tolimo um episodes are a perfect example of that like it's yeah. it, you know they're not 
like lollygagging like once it's time to start you know mm. and once they're once they're going around the track that you can tell they're 100% locked in they know what the goal is they know what they're there for but you know in between reps and before and after it's like we're, they're back to normal people you know and mm. and I think that like for me for sure I'll speak for myself I get super intense about like you know the workout and this and that and I don't talk and it's weird or whatever. Um, but like you know lately I've just been trying to be more you know like I'm doing I'm running um, I don't get paid to do this like thing. Yeah. You know and if I'm if I'm watching like Chalimo that literally this is his life you know um, yeah. Yeah. he's not serious like before the workout it's not going to change like if you're laughing and having a good time and talking about something like that's off the topic of running for once in your life, um, it's not going to hurt your workout, you know, as long as you know what you're there for and you can lock in. Because they, yeah. they do turn the switch pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you've said it really well there, um, 100%. And I, there's, there's one little section on, I can't recall which video it is. I think it's the threshold one that we first did with Chalimo. And, and one of his teammates says, what's, what's the pace going to be in these reps? And Chalimo, his response is just gold. It's like one line and he goes, I don't care about the pace, man. I'm just going to follow it. Yeah. That's yeah, whatever, yeah. Whatever you so run his, in. Mind, his mindset is like, I don't care how fast anyone goes here. I'm just going to follow you and beat you. Yeah. And exactly. like, that's, that's, I think that's what part of what makes him such a, cha- such a champion. So yeah. Um, he really focuses in on, on listening to his body on, uh, I'm not worrying too much about the splits, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes in uh, in Tokyo. Yeah. So when do you get? Do you kind of? I know they're just training, but do you really kind of feel like that competitive spirit? You know, from them. You know, once they get going, like, does it get like crazy serious and kind of quiet when they're out there, or is it just? Um, yeah, is it just what we not see, really. basically? No. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking specifically about Chalimo, not really. They're really mucking around and tra- like. It's the session where he does 800s and 200s. Mm-hmm. You can hear him, like, I think he did five 800s and four 200s. And at the start of every 200, he's, like, yelling. Yeah, you know, that's like, scream. Yeah, like, yeah that's scream. Like, yeah. Dude, you're just mucking around. You're running 25, 26 second 200s, and you're just, crazy. like, playing around. It's, it's pretty fascinating. But, you know, that's him. Um you know, I've obviously joined some other groups, and uh, Jake Riley's one that's with with Coach Lee Troop. He's really, yeah. you know, really interesting to join them. They're probably slightly more serious, but mm-hmm. still, like Troopy, um, close friend of mine. Like he's really, he's a genius at just you know um, knowing when to put the foot down and when not to. He can read his athletes uh, better than I've ever seen anyone do. Um, so yeah, it kind of it kind of depends on who you're talking about. But if we're talking more about Chalimo, no, it doesn't get any more serious than you see. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, yeah. just a, it's like a it's like a big circus. It's so funny. Yeah. But Sweat Elite is really. I mean, these videos that you're putting out are so cool in that sense because like I just finished watching the the uh, Jake Riley, the last one, um, oh, yeah. that hill workout when he gets to the top and it wasn't the time that he wanted, and he's yeah. like super pissed. And I just like that, like seeing that man. And then you get to hear his coach talk him off the ledge. And yeah. it was like, yeah. and he said everything. It wasn't like he was lying to him. He told him what he needed to know. It's not like, you know, it's not the end of the world. Here we are, blah, blah, blah. And it was perfect. And so yeah. many of us, like, I was like, man, I wish I had somebody standing around to tell me that, like, yesterday yeah. when I had that workout. Yeah, yeah. You know, I nailed the splits, but I didn't feel the way I wanted to feel and all that crap, you yeah. know? Exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, Troopy, yeah, Lee Troop, coach of Jack Riley, is a, like I said, he's a genius at knowing what to say at the yeah. right time. And, and I don't, I think if, if, if Lee wasn't there in that session, Jake <laughs> would have been, <laughs> he would have been pissed for a yeah. while, but he set him straight really quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was so stoked filming that because I was just like, you know, the rest of this session was really difficult to film. It was on a really undulating, hilly course. So yeah. it was the, the camera was really difficult to keep stable. So I was really hoping that something like that would, would pop out of the end where people can take a lot from. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Lee, Lee, you know, he wasn't even thinking about the camera, obviously. He was just saying it how and – oh, yeah. and I've been at sessions without the camera on with them. Um, and uh, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's exactly the same way. So, um, yeah, it, it is really uh, – one goal that we really have with these videos is to try and capture as much as that, um, as much as possible of that coach athlete yeah. discussion. And uh, I recommend people, um, if they if they like that part of Jake Bailey's, to watch the Sarah Hall Ryan Hall videos that we yes. did about five or six weeks ago. Now those are great because Ryan Ryan is really is is really um, also a bit of a genius at, at sort of knowing what to say at the right time, knowing when to because he coaches his his wife um, Sarah and. Um, yeah, he's uh, there's some really good commentary in those videos, in my opinion, too. So, um, yeah, good idea to check those out. Yeah, man, I took like more than that. Like, if you're a, if you're a married guy out there, watch those videos too because he knows when not to say stuff. You know, it's like I think I know which comment you're referring to, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm not even gonna say yeah. anything. <laughs> um, yeah. But so, and also too, like the one that I thought was really interesting, and I'd love to hear like a little bit more about, um, yeah. is the uh, is the Jim Walmsley. Uh, workout. So, so like the other day, I was like, I was in the car, and I, it had just happened. I just started the car, rolled the windows up, and I was about to turn on the AC, and I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe I should ride around with with the with the windows up in the summer and get some like some heat acclimation going on. So, what was that like that whole day? Talk to me about this. Oh yeah, I mean, I I feel like when I when I finished recording that day, I thought that was a that was a bummer because I had such a good opportunity to be with Jim in his last hard run before Western States, which yeah. he won, but I didn't get to film all that much. And it was mainly because I was just so exhausted <laughs> from the heat. Like I struggle in the heat. I really do. Yeah. I, I prefer cooler temperatures. <laughs> I lived in Finland a long time and loved the, you know, the, the, the snow. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I turned up at, at, at his place. He picked me up. He, he did offer, he goes, look, he did warn me that that's what he was going to do. So he said, you can drive down to Sedona on your own if you want. And I'm like, no, like I'm oh, going to join man. you in the car. This is part of the, this is part of the experience. So I did. And like within 20 minutes, like we're both saturated in sweat. Yeah. Like I'm way worse than he is. I was just sweat down the face. My, I was just, so this is 20 minutes into about a 50 minute drive oh, down to where he's running. Brutal. And after 30, after about 30 minutes, I said like, Jim, do you mind if I just like open the window for like a minute just to get a bit of air? And he goes, no. Nah. Wow. He goes, <laughs> he goes, he goes, you could have driven, you could have driven on your own. I'm like, I know, I know. So I was like, okay, respect. No worries. So I put the video back on. And I mean, I looked over at him, you know, and I was obviously filming a bit asking him about, his lead into Western States and so forth. And, and he, um, he was just, just sweating profusely in the car and he just, you know, it's just another day for him. Um, so yeah, he does the 50 minute drive down in the heat. Uh, admittedly this particular day or that weekend, it was, it, there was a heat wave yeah. through that part of the, through the, that part of the country. And it was around a hundred and I think it was 110 around there, maybe at 40 degrees Celsius, a bit, a bit higher. So, mm. Yeah, and then he gets out and does a, I think it was a 15-mile. That's um, the which, thing. Sorry? I said, that's the thing. Like, how, like, how, like I, I couldn't even do 50 minutes in the car and then just get out and do nothing, you know? 
Like, how did he just do that? When I got to the location, I was I was like struggling already to 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 function. Like, I'd already gone through like a liter of fluid. Uh, sorry, I don't know how many that gallons that is, but yeah, yeah, me neither. It's, like, it's okay. Two, two bottles of Coke uh, size, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how he does it. He's just he's he's so tough. Um, it's really inspiring to to see what he does, um, and it was a bit of a bummer too because the the route that he took. Uh, I know a few people commented on this on the video. They said, oh, you should have um, ridden your bike through the trails. We're, I actually wasn't allowed to. Yeah. So those particular trails, you, you, you're not allowed to have any bikes on there. It's only for, for, for basically for walking and running. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to capture a lot of the route. But, you know, it was definitely better to do it than to not do it at all. Um, and I feel like there was some good commentary from him before and after as well. Um, but, yeah, it was it was good fun. It was definitely a struggle. It was something I'll never forget. Yeah. And, uh yeah, I'm, I'm, in t- I'm in touch with him now about doing something again um, in the next month. Uh, he's got another – I'm mind blanking the name of his next race. It's a big one, so I feel bad forgetting that. But he's, it's one coming up soon, and I'll join him in, in most, li- uh, most likely in a few weeks in Colorado again, and hopefully this time I'm not, uh, I'm not extremely <laughs> uh, yeah, this, dehydrated and I can actually film a bit more, yeah. Yeah, this, this time if he's going to do a hot drive, you could just meet him there. Just forget that part. We got that part. We got the conversation. Yeah. Now we just need to run. But, yeah, I think exactly. – think that that was cool though like so yeah if you're listening to this and and you're if you don't know who jim walmsley is he's in the arguably one of the greatest trail runners of all time um and but then he's just a beast of a person um but this episode was really cool though because you did get to hear him talk a little bit more than you normally do and like maybe in a different environment too like normally you see him like on a podcast or something um or or an interview but this was kind of cool because it was like in his element you know, going to a run about his mindset and all that stuff. So uh, check out that video. But it's definitely different than, like, say, like the Sarah Hall workout or the Chalimo thing. But it's yeah, a really good. There's it's much a, less. There's no. There's not really any splits. Or, yeah. It's, yeah. But it's, there's there's some good. There's definitely some good insight from him talking yeah. um, about his preparation and and how he he had an injury leading into it, which didn't <laughs> which didn't stop him. Yeah, obviously not. Winning. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely definitely check that out. And I really hope we can get a better video with him. Um, well, not necessarily better, but just a different one with more actual training and, and so forth um, in the next month. So yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely check that out. And spoiler alert: yeah, he wins. Uh, he wins Western States. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. Yeah, by by how much? Like almost an hour or something. It is, at and least it was really really hot that day at Western States. So obviously the training that he was doing in the heat was really paid off for him. So I mean, yeah. no, not just the training that he did in the heat. The car ride with you yeah. is the one that did it. <laughs> I don't know if I already said this, but he took the car ride back up in the same environment with the windows up, and yeah, no it was yeah, he's 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 savage, but yeah, you know, that's what makes him one of the best. So I guess so, man. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, so like I won't I won't want to hold you too much longer, but like so what yeah. what what do you want to leave us with? Uh, what's what's coming next from Sweat Elite? And um, well, first I'll I'll close out, but yeah, what's coming next from Sweat Elite? And what would you like to tell the people out there um, that are watching this? Um, and are not sweatily ready. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I'll be based in the US for another two months, um, and yeah, there'll there'll be definitely a lot of content coming from pe- from those training here leading into the majors, and then uh, we'll head over to Europe. And there's a few ideas in mind, but it's obviously a long way away. So we, you know, we haven't locked in anything just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Inga Britson is one that we would really like to do, but um, we, you know, we haven't we haven't locked in anything, and we we haven't really got very far yet. But you know, we've had a lot of people request um, that, but it's it's not so easy with those guys. They uh, yeah, they have their own sort of in house um, team, I guess, that have been producing those videos that they put on yeah. YouTube, which are really cool to watch. Um, but yeah, no 
there, but we'll do our best. Yeah. Uh, sorry, someone's called me. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there'll be a Europe stint for about two to three months, I'd say, mm-hmm. um, depending on some th- different things. And, uh, yeah, we'll hope to see some, some, some training videos from, from those that are, that are doing well in Europe. Um, so, yeah, exciting times. And I really appreciate uh, people that have been tuning into the channel and that have been commenting and, and so forth and sharing. Like, it's, it's obviously it's, – it's difficult to – in this sport where um, everyone wants to view things for free and not, not pay for anything. Like it is, it is, you know, it is challenging to, to keep a media company um, going. So yeah, it's, it's really appreciated. And, you know, man, I really appreciate having me on the show and, um, and all the sharing that you've been doing at the videos, like some of them I'm having a good laugh at some of the comments, but yeah. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. But yeah, are we, are we, uh, my friends and I and, and a bunch of other people obviously love what you guys are doing, so please keep it up. We like seeing these uh, professional athletes that are much faster than us, you know, torture themselves yeah. for a little bit and have a laugh and yeah. all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I have looked into checking to see what my iron level is just <laughs> because of your because of your episodes with Chalimo. Um, but yeah, man, thanks so much. And I, I really do like the timing of it. I know it's, it wasn't the way it had to be. Uh, you didn't want it. To, you want to be 19, uh, 2019 or 20, but I love the fact that it's all leading into the Olympics. So like it's uh, it's like it yeah. couldn't be better. You know, like th- th- when you have the when you post those stills and it says three weeks to the you know to the Olympic marathon. That's just, that's so epic to me. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just like it's not one of the majors. It's the Olympics. Like so, you it just yeah. makes you want to watch. Like what's their frame of mind? It's really cool. Thanks for making them raw and real and keep cranking them out i mean you guys are it's like once every other day or so like you got a new video so keep uh keep throwing them out there guys make sure you follow them subscribe on um on on youtube under sweat elite subscribe or follow on instagram at at sweat elite it's really easy to do um and just keep sharing them and liking them and all that stuff because you know we want to make this as big as possible um and thanks so much man for being on the show keep letting us keep giving us some information and if you want somebody super slow I'm your guy. I'll go around the track a few times. Detroit, right? Yeah, Detroit? I'll, yeah. I'll say yeah. some funny things, and I got a, I got a crew. We'll be ready. We'll be ready. Okay. 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 All right, man. <laughs> sure thing. Good, man. Thanks. Have a good one, man. All right, guys. Thanks, Tommy. All right, bye. And there you have it, another successful episode of the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Success is actually, I mean, that's subjective. I mean, because you guys may have felt like this was the dumbest episode of all time, but I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Your subjective opinion is wrong if you think that. If, you're, if you loved it, then your subjective opinion is correct. Um, thanks so much for listening. If you're listening now, I would assume you liked it still. So, I'm, I'm in a weird mood today, guys. Um, I think I should have done the podcast today. I think I should do one today. Today is a day where I feel like I could just ramble forever, so maybe we should do that. Um, thanks so much for listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, Matt is m- doing great work and showing us what we don't normally get to see, which is awesome. Uh, he's come a long way. He's kind of rode the roller coaster of uh, just kind of leading into where life in the circumstances have kind of taken him um, and I'm really glad that these videos on YouTube have come out of you know the, the slowdown or the change of what their plans were originally um, I like Strava so I'm glad that they um, deviated from that and gave us this because uh, I'm not sure if anyone else was gonna do something like they're doing and I absolutely love these videos so go check them out on YouTube uh, sweat elite and go check follow them on Instagram at sweat elite and make sure you follow the run eat sleep show on instagram and subscribe here thanks so much for listening run eat sleep and repeat